everybody. Welcome back to God Hates Jags. Uh, this is a very important episode because uh, finally, in like three days, we're going to have real football. So I got the guys here with me. Got Patrick, got Shimmer. I'm here. I'm Sean. Hope you guys are, you know, thanks for going through all the off-season stuff with us. Hopefully it's going to get even more interesting because we got some real football to talk about. Are you guys excited for that? I'm beyond excited. I can't believe it's finally happening. Yeah. yeah it, we it have looks... real football tonight, not just in three days. So, Yes, we are currently recording on Thursday night. So in roughly an hour and a half or so, uh, Thursday night football is going to be on. It's the uh, Chiefs versus the Texans. So obviously we're all rooting for the Chiefs, right, guys? Uh, yeah. You always root against root against a division opponent. Had I drafted well, a Texans player, I'd be rooting for that player, but I don't have any, so uh, let's go Chiefs. Yeah. Wait, you're telling me you didn't uh, draft Hopkins? Ooh, wait, He's sorry. I know, for a second-round pick, <laughs> which is still just crazy. Uh, I'm still very excited. Like, do you guys remember the last the, – the playoffs, the uh, Texans were beating the Chiefs 24 to nothing and then ended up losing by 20 points. So yeah, that was very satisfying to watch the Texans get demolished. So uh, I was thinking about that because they were showing clips of it earlier in pregame stuff for the game tonight. They the Texans could have been up fifty to zero, and they still would have lost that game. It's true. I mean, because the the Chiefs scored fifty one points, so right. Yeah, they could have been up. <laughs> like momentum and stuff makes the difference and all that. Sure, also. but I do like looking. I like looking at it that way, though. Anything yeah. that makes any of the division people look worse, I'm I'm totally down for that. Yeah. So Chiefs took out. Uh, they took out the Texans and the Titans in the playoffs, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. In both games, the the Chiefs were down. They were down like ten or something to the Titans. So that was very gratifying to watch. Then just all of the. Right. Uh, Pat Mahomes got paid half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. That's and just... Watson. Uh, Watson got his pay, too, which will probably pay off this year. Sneak peek to my MVP predictions later on in the show, but I'll Ooh, keep wow. that for later. My man's got some predictions. Yeah, so uh, in this episode, we're kind of going to, like, you know, finish up the offseason stuff. We're going to do some predictions about, you know, all the teams throughout the season uh, then we're going to definitely like break down our week one game against the Colts at the end. Uh, but first things first, a little fantasy football talk, guys. So the three of us, uh, for those that don't know, we're all in like a fantasy football league together. We've been in it for a while now. And, you know, probably like each episode before a game, we'll kind of maybe see if we have any Jags players that are relevant to our fantasy football. So like I have my boy DJ Chark this week, guys um you know as far as my team goes like he definitely seems he'll be a pretty much starting every game I would imagine but week one against a divisional opponent I, I mean DJ Chark's our number one I, I got high hopes for him and I also have James Robinson on my bench I was do quick. you really yeah I had Ozigbo because it looked like he was going to be our like you know starting running back after Fournette but uh I got him quick but now he went to IR so I, I scooped in that James Robinson mm-hmm. so He's, he's, he's chilling on my bench for now. I'm cautiously optimistic about Robinson because when they announced the, the, like, the roster and I saw he was the starter, my first reaction was, who is that? And Because <laughs> I don't think I've heard his name or even knew he was on our team until he was named the starting running back. 
So I was like, I have to at least research the guy. So let me give you all some facts about James Robinson. All right, convince please. me, convince please me to put him in my us. starting lineup. He's on my bench now. Why should I put him in there? James Robinson is a 5'9", 200-pound all-purpose back from Illinois State. Finished second all-time in career rushing at the school. 4,444 yards with 44 touchdowns, which okay. I think is just funny. Are they like a good school? Is that impressive? I, I don't <laughs> I think they're a D2 school. Yeah, uh, Cyclops. But in high school, uh, James Robinson set the Illinois high school record with 9,045 rushing yards and 158 touchdowns in high school. Jeez. Damn. Um, <laughs> And the issue, though, is he ran a 4.64 40-yard dash, but they say he's more of like a, he's more quick than fast. Okay. And he's a he's a big 220. Like, um, and also Zigbo and Brock Armstead are on IR, so yeah, our, he's getting touches. He's yeah, like by default, because like Chris Thompson is basically just a third-down receiving guy, and then we got uh, some guy off of the Bucks, which pretty much was like we traded the. Bucks. We traded like Fournette for this Dare. I can't even his name. His last Dare name. Dare Agunabwala. Yeah. So I don't even know if he's like with COVID stuff. If he's allowed to even play this week, but yeah. So I, I, I'm a I'm a believer in James Robinson. He has a solid name, a great like old school football name. Like he sounds like he would be on like Remember the Titans. I feel so. He sounds like he's in witness protection. <laughs> Just a generic. <laughs> James Same. Robinson, but I mean, let, let's see what he can do. And I think of, uh, you know, great NFL alumni. I definitely think of Illinois state. So, Oh yeah. He's yeah. But I mean, to be fair, like uh, somebody compared the, the Dare guy versus Fournette last year. They like, so Fournette had like 270 touches. The Dare guy had 11 touches and on those 11, <laughs> he scored uh, two touchdowns, and oh. Fournette only scored three. So it's the kind of thing, like, you know, it's, it truly seems like Fournette didn't have the best vision. So if this James Robinson guy, he, he might not be, like, lightning fast, but if he can at least, like, just see where to run halfway better than Fournette, hopefully we'll have more than three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, if we use him, you know, I don't know how we're going to use him to replace Fournette, per se, but... Fournette wasn't super fast. I mean, I don't know if he ran a four six or whatever like James Robinson did, but he wasn't a fast guy. He was, you know, he could, he had the vision. He could get through the holes, but he was a thumper dude as well. Yeah. So, but for now, Robinson's on my bench. Feeling good about DJ Chark. Uh, what about you guys? Any good Jags related fantasy football this week? Um, well, I had a Jaguar uh, when we initially drafted, but then you already got rid of him. Traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and his name is Leonard Fournette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, for the record, ran a 4.51 40-yard dash at the combine, so not okay. that much faster, but yeah, so. a little. Um, honestly, uh, the only issue I have with him getting traded, I think he's in a much better position. He's going to overtake Ronnie Jones for the starting job on the Bucks, but yeah. Uh, I just wish he got traded before because I would have got him later in the draft, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's my only issue with it. But I think he's probably going to – I mean, it might take a couple weeks, but he'll be the bell cow for Tampa Bay by the end of the season. Yeah. I think if he's not, then, you know, why would they have picked him up in the first place, you know? But for 
for fantasy, I have I don't have a Jaguar. I have Jonathan Taylor, rookie running back on the Colts, which I just saw a report that they are saying, the Colts are saying that he was drafted to be the second down kind of spell running back for Marlon Mack, which is could be lip service, you know, but who knows? I'm I'm hoping for him to pay off later in the year. I don't think I'm gonna start him this week, even though the Jags are do you know that Marlon Mack had a thousand yards rushing last? I think he finished like eleventh in the NFL in rushing. You know who oh else did? Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Leonard Fournette was in the top ten. It's <laughs> exactly hundred all-purpose yards. Exactly. He damn touches. Marlon Mack probably got half of his yards just from us. So if that's, like, I'm pretty sure he had like the yeah. two hundred game against us. I think he had a two hundred yard game against us. Yeah. 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 I have Mack on my bench, like, and you know, obviously, I don't ever root for anyone to be injured, but like. Right now, probably pretty split with Taylor. But, yeah, if Taylor goes down for any reason, like, I got I got Mac chilling on my bench for now. Right. Well, it could go vice versa if Mac goes down. That'll yeah. – unfortunately, but that would help me out. I took uh, my last overall pick, well, before kicker, I grabbed LaVisca in one league mm. where you keep, like, 16 people. So, I nice. think, you know, He's, I don't have much Jags exposure. I think he <laughs> – He's my only Jaguar on any of my four teams. So that sounds like a pretty good strategy. Yeah. yeah not probably. Yeah. One of our friends who, you know, uh, we love him, but he definitely doesn't take it the most serious. He, uh, he did the Bud Light challenge. He took Minshew in the first round. So we'll see how that ends up playing out. I would love to have him on my bench. I think he's the best thing is here. The best thing is this beloved friend of ours. I seriously doubt he was even aware of the Bud Light Challenge. Oh, yeah. He doesn't know at all what it <laughs> he is. He has no idea. <laughs> he doesn't care what that is. He no. just was like, I know that he name. He just did it. Yeah, he's like, that's my guy. I know him. He's on the Jags. I'm taking him. That's but our boy. Good luck to everybody. Uh, do I play you guys? No, I don't play you guys this week. So good luck to you both in your matchups. Okay. I hope you do well. Um Can- can we expand upon this Leonard Fournette business? Because I've been sitting on this for, you know, a week or so since the news came out that he – so you think, you know, Shiver, you mentioned it, he was traded to the Bucks. He was not traded he to the Bucks. Traded. No. Yeah, he was cut, which was I – yeah, when it comes to the, the trade value that they said they couldn't get, I really seriously, seriously doubt a team – no team offered anything for Leonard Fournette. That is that I that, that might I be don't true. believe that. What's that? I think that could be true. To yeah. Me. How no is team, that so? Well, no team even took him through the waiver wires at the draft, and I think and no one claimed him on waivers. If a team actually wanted him, why would not claim? He's he was. We were going to pay him four point one million. The Bucks waited till he got off waivers and then signed him for three point five. That's not. That's one practice squad player, right? So why, if a team really wanted him, the salary would be no real difference. They would have given us something. But the, the thing I don't get is the Jets traded a six-round pick for, like, fucking Kalen Bellage, and yeah. he's garbage. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that might show more about Dave Caldwell, even though he's, he's wheeling and dealing. It's just – I do feel like they could have, but I'm not. I don't disagree that it's possible. No one would was willing to give up anything for a running back. I find it really hard to believe, and I mean the the fact that you know 
take away his position. I mean, he didn't have the yards from catches as a running back, but since he had 75 catches last year for wide receiver, if we had a, a wide receiver third or fourth on the depth chart that had 75 catches, like that already is value for a team. And that's, you know, sixth, seventh round value. And add the fact that he had 1,100 rushing yards on top of that. I seriously doubt no team offered for a trade for Leonard Fournette. But I don't know all the behind the scenes wheeling and dealing. Clearing the waivers could have been, you know, they contact, say we're going we're gonna to claim you. And his agent says, hey, we've got a, you know, backdoor deal with this team. If you claim him, he will not, want, he will not play for your team. So don't even bother. I think. Yeah, it's I, – I, whatever, you know, it happened, it happened. Like, it's just always going to make me infinitely sad that we released our fourth overall pick for absolutely no trade compensation, and then, like, a couple picks later, both Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes went, and they just signed for, like, you know, oh. over half – you know, they, they each signed mega contracts. Dude, if so, you want to get into that, I mean, I, I – No, I, I don't want to get too much into it because – I did a little bit of research. It's too so. sad. They're not I'm not going to go like, through – I'm not going to go through all the picks that I think Dave Caldwell has blown since he's taken over because we all hey, know that. And we that can, was a Coughlin can... pick, though. It basically what? seemed like he was willing to just let Coughlin picks go for absolutely nothing. So that, that's, that means if you're not going to trust the general manager to run the team, you trusted him for a couple of years, then you brought in Tom Coughlin, and you're like, all right, we, we want him to do the picks, not you. But now you're letting him do it again. What are we doing? But in the Fournette oh, yeah. draft, these are just – I mean, these are first-round picks, and, I mean, everyone knows these. But just let, let these sting you as I read them out. Christian McCaffrey, we drafted him ahead of all these players. McCaffrey, Kamara, Jamal Adams, clearly Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, TJ Watt, Marshawn Lattimore, Tredavious White. Those are all pretty Those good players. Those are all – what's that? It was a second round pick, I think, that year. Who's that? Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry. Yeah. No, I think he was 2016. Sure. But either way, I'm sure we blew our – what was our 16 pick? Uh, oh, well, that was Rams. Well, eh, either way, better pick, but probably still would have left us. 16 like pick was, was Ramsey. I mean, <laughs> yeah. probably the, the, the best player but, you know. uh, in that top five. But, man, it's just – and to say – Marone's whole deal as as head coach and what he's been saying when he took over as head coach was that, you know, run the ball when you have to. That's a direct quote. We want to be able to run the ball when we have to. We've, we've got this, you know, running back that's 4.3 yards per carry, thumper running back, um, 1,100 yards, can also clearly catch the ball out of the backfield. To say he doesn't fit our system and we like the running back that you have – if he doesn't fit your system, that what what is your system? Uh, That's we like, like the undrafted rookies that are super cheap. Clearly, we're playing the uh, the cheap game to this year. I don't know. I was gonna wish Fournette the best as he left, but then he threw Minshew and Bortles under the bus, saying he never played with a real quarterback before. So now well, he's on my he's on my shit list. So I I, I still like horrible. Fournette. I think he was just speaking from like a. Hey, I'm I'm playing with 
Tom Brady right now. So he's probably just letting his emotions get the best of him as well. Oh, yeah. I'd be stoked. I mean, Minshew was good last year, but he was still a six-round rookie who was thrust in there. He really hasn't ever played with a confident quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would still – Even in college. Yeah. I had no no personal ties. If I had no ties to Jacksonville, I wouldn't want to be here, you know, like if we were like rocking and rolling. But I'd be like, yeah, okay. My option is I can also go play for another team. Like, cool. Please cut me. So, but yeah, he's gone. Uh, Jan, we got a second round pick for him finally. Uh, I feel like, you know, again, I always got to preface it with like, you don't wish ill upon people, but Von Miller's out for the year now. And the Vikings, other defensive end, Hunter is going to be out for a little while. So it totally feels like if we had waited until like, you know, the week of cuts to trade Jan, we definitely could have probably gotten a little bit more because, you know, like, Either way, he was either going to play for us or he was going to, you know, not. But he wasn't going anywhere. We could have traded him any time up until, like, you know, the end of October with the deadline. Like, football, people get injured. It feels like they waited so long to trade him. And then, they like – I think they wanted to go in the season without any yeah, bad the, locker room presence. Start game one, get rid of all the people from the old – technically not in the locker room, though. He wasn't. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah. Was gonna, I think but, he was going to report yeah. that he would have, what is that, you know, poisoned the well. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the shadow of him I was rather, still looming. Yeah, I would have rather had a first, but fuck it. He didn't want to be here. Get rid of him. Yeah, he didn't want to be here. Clearly, he took a 30% pay cut to, yeah, to go that play man. for another team. But <laughs> he lost I mean, $6 Luke, million dollars to go yeah. there instead. He hated it here. Losing arguably a, a top. 10 12 player at at the position is is not good but you know can i i'm not gonna say that you know i'm not gonna say the t word that we discussed in previous episode but he clearly wasn't part of our plan this year so can i give you guys a quote real quick yeah so you know after i finish it don't burst my bubble or anything just let me keep my optimistic high here but you know jan's gone that's cool we have an even better defensive end on the team now mr josh allen he said today, I'm all in, and I feel like my teammates know that. I hope that Duval knows that, and hopefully I can be here for a very long time and help change the franchise now, next year, three years, ten years, who knows how long. Maybe he gets traded in two years because he hates it here, but I'm yeah. going to refuse to believe that. Josh he's Allen, he's, he's got two kids. He's married. He's like down yeah. to earth, you know, chill guy. Uh, so I'm, I, I mean, he's... Jackson I got faith. Than yeah. <laughs> so I think we don't think, need Jan. We got Josh yeah. Allen. Hey, Tark seems to be locked in on Jacksonville too. And so does oh, yeah. I feel like the guys they got now want to be here. And that, that means something, you know, I think there won't, they'll take coaching and they may or may not be good, but at least they'll play together. They mostly have no personality. Like they have, pers- everyone has personality. But they're like so just kind of nonchalant, go with the flow. Josh Allen, he, you know, like on the football field, obviously they're like, oh yeah, dude, and they're going crazy. But in interviews, they're always just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, this is really nice being here. Like there's no Ramsey, you know, quotes, which is like, I guess not as fun in the interviews, but at least they sound like responsible adults that are like, you know, this is my job. I'm here to tip my paycheck. Right. I like it here. Yeah. So, Except for C.J. Henderson, who already seems like he hates it here and he's sleeping. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that, too. <laughs> he like, yeah, so we'll see that. But 
I mean, I with, with these with these players being gone, the opportunity that I think it, it you know, it obviously changes uh, when we're losing the starting running back we had last year, one of the starting defensive ends we had last year. In regards to the running back, maybe Minshew will be more in the shotgun and do more of a, you know, kind of like his his scrambling, you know, loose up the, the play a little bit, you know, kind of create something out of nothing. And then on our defense, that's going to leave more opportunity for Allen and uh, Chase on to hit those end spots. And then, you know, we'll really see what CJ Henderson can do at the corner spot, because if our D's not getting the pressure on the line, we're going to be getting passed all over. So let's see what our team looks like. I can't wait for Sunday. I will say uh, chase on like, so Ramsey just got, you know, the super paid a couple of days ago and they like kind of retweeted or found the old tweet from Ramsey like a year or two ago when he brought the Brinks truck to Jacksonville, that whole thing during training camp. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. So they like re-brought up that video and Chase on like retweeted it himself, which doesn't really mean anything. But if you're on Twitter 24-7, then you kind of realize like, I don't know, I don't want this dude liking Jalen Ramsey, like acting like a fool kind of stuff. It's the seeds, like man. It's the seeds of him going crazy. Oh my God. I love, I kind of loved when Jalen Ramsey did that. I mean, oh yeah, I loved it until we, he got cut or Kelly got traded. He had, he had more personality than any player in Jaguar history until uh, Mr. Gardner Minshew. That's true. And quarterbacks are always more marketable than cornerbacks. I was, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a Cowboys fan, and I had the sudden realization: if Gardner Minshew did what he did last season, and he was on the Cowboys, he would be every oh. fucking commercial in the middle of every NFL game, it's because he plays in Jacksonville that he's getting swept yeah. up. Yeah. But if he were a cowboy and he had the same persona, you would you would be sick of him because of how much you would see him on TV. Right. If we can somehow scrape ourselves to like eight and eight or something and try to get the last wild card spot, like it's going to be Minshew fever, like Minshew Mania 2.0, you know, on like marketing stuff for the NFL. They're going to use him all the time. We had uh, we had one more trade as well. We didn't cover. Uh, Ron Definitely Harris. the most forgettable. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. What did we get for him? A fifth round pick? Yeah, we traded Ronnie to the uh, to the Browns for a fifth round pick, which I always thought he seemed like the most just like quiet, goes fishing Southern boy. But again, he was a Coughlin pick, and I guess he was kind of part of the Ramsey posse. I don't know, just because maybe he was in the secondary or something, but. Well, he tweeted once, uh, I think as his tradition, when someone <laughs> yeah. Jacksonville, his tweet was, so relieved to be out of Jacksonville around a new team who wants one common goal. Thank you, God. <laughs> he, I'm sure he was, uh, he was probably pretty happy. But he got traded to the only team worse than us. Yeah, your reward is the Browns, Ronnie. <laughs> At but least yeah, Joe, Joe Schobert did the opposite. He moved up one spot. He went from the Browns to us. So, yeah, I guess one common goal, I, I mean, that's about the same goal as us, get to, like, three or four wins, but... I think the goal is to, yeah, I think he's I winning the goal is to win, but, I mean, that... He's got yeah. worse weather. Yeah, and <laughs> so. Cleveland, I went there a couple of years ago to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not a... a it doesn't look, I should say, like a very fun place to be, <laughs> I will say. Like it looks, it looks dingy, but have fun up there, Ronnie. I yeah. mean, basically the, like this last week and a half, uh, if like you're listening to all our previous episodes, 
to listen to our predictions, uh, season predictions, offensive player predictions, defensive player predictions. It's kind of all a wash now because I think I said Leonard Fournette was going to go to the Pro Bowl. He still might. And I think I said Ronnie Harrison is going to step up on our defense. And uh, I'm not so confident in my overall record <laughs> prediction that we made either. So, Yeah, it's, we could, if anything, we could do a game every week where we just try to predict – who's still on the team. Yeah. So it seems like we're, you know, we got all the Coughlin guys mostly gone. Like it seems, I'm kind of surprised, I guess just because we have absolutely nothing to replace him with really. Like Cam Robinson's still here uh, just because one, he was the Coughlin pick. There was the video of him, like when he was still too injured to practice, but then he was like dancing on like the chairs in the locker room. It just was like a really bad look. So kind of surprised he actually is still here. I guess he caught that like, big ass fish. That was Joan Taylor. Oh well, sorry, Cam. <laughs> so yeah, Cam has even less reason. But Cam I mean, for a contract. Yeah, he, he wants his contract. He's gonna be good, even if he doesn't resign with us. I mean, he's still playing for money. So. Oh yeah. Well, I it feels like yeah. There's definitely you know the week, past week and a half was a very like oh man this seems horrible everyone's leaving, but now once they're all gone it kind of seems like well it seems like. It won't really make, you know, however good we were going to be, we're probably going to be about as good anyways. So I kind of, I had the dip of depression, but I'm back on the high hill of optimism, feeling good going into the season. Uh, We're going to do some predictions. There's something something freeing about having no expectations. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're going to be the worst team in the NFL. There's nowhere to go but up. We're, you know, it's whatever. The only bad thing that could happen is if we get the number one pick and we have to take Trevor Lawrence because we're the I'm, worst I'm, in the NFL. I'm game. on my Trevor Lawrence hate train. I'm just gonna say I don't trust us to to use Trevor Lawrence the right way. What do you think about this uh, Dabo Sweeney Trevor Lawrence rumor that we're gonna hire Clemson's coach? He no Trevor fuck Trevor. Dabo Sweeney. Why that dude? He like seems like a piece of shit. He's like. Feels like he's better than everybody. No, I feel like he would last well, maybe a year. Win Super Bowl. I don't care yeah. about the personality. The players would turn on him in a heartbeat. I feel. I don't see. Would, yeah, I don't see that happening. But I'd be down for it. Uh, no, uh, not him. Here's an interesting tidbit. I looked into that. I saw that. Uh, guess. All right. So, guess how much Dabo Sweeney currently makes, and then guess how much Doug Marone makes. Uh, Dabo makes. 17 million doug marone makes i don't know nine million we talking salary yeah a year i'm gonna say Dabo makes 2.4 million and doug marone makes 4.2 million well uh sean and patrick you're both way off uh (laughs) doug marone makes three million dollars a season as the head coach of the jaguars whereas Dabo sweeney makes nine million dollars a year holy shit head coach of clemson i so, underestimated college football i thought they were paying the down. head coach in college football uh, well deserved and if the jaguars want him i'm guessing they'd probably have to offer him about 15 which would make him the well, head coach in the i don't see shad khan offering that kind of money he's he's, he's on the cheap side that that would be six million year less than uh, jalen ramsey uh, I shared that graph with you guys earlier. Like we are paying our top quarterback, running back, tight end, and wide receiver three million dollars this year. Like 
Shad Khan likes it nice and cheap. That's how you stay a billionaire. Well, he knows he's not getting the ticket revenue this year, so he might as well just sell. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which, of course, we're one of five teams that are letting fans in because Khan needs to make some of that London money back. And because Duval. <laughs> so that's how we're rolling. All right. So season is right around the corner. Like, as we're recording right now, it's, the game starts in, like, 40 minutes. So we're going to get this show on the road because I don't want to miss kickoff. Uh, we're going to make some predictions for the teams going into the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. So, guys, I'm going to kind of throw down who I think are making the playoffs. Let me know if you have any, like, huge points of uh, difference with me here. And remember, there are now 14 total teams going to the playoffs. They expanded it, so one more AFC, one more NFC. This is who I have. Starting off, uh, just a dagger to my heart, I'm going to say the Titans win the AFC South. Uh, I think their defense got better. Derrick Henry's super good. Uh, AFC East, I got to remember the compass. Uh, the East, I have the pa- Patriots. And the North, even, yeah, Bill Belichick, Cam Newton, dude. I, Cam Newton's going to go ham. And uh, the North, yeah. I like it. I'm going Ravens. Lamar Jackson's going to keep on keeping on. Love Clays Campbell. And then in the AFC West, obviously, Chiefs. I feel like that's the easiest one. Patrick Mahomes is going to kill it. Uh, and then for my wild card teams, I have the Texans getting in. They're, like, always, like, 9-7, and seven, so that's going to get you into the playoffs. Uh, Pittsburgh, they got a really, like, they almost got into the playoffs last year with Duck Hodges as their quarterback. So with Big Ben back, I think they're definitely going to go in. And then I got my boys in Teal. Gardner Minshew is going to get us to that, like, 7, 9, 8, and 8 range that normally would never make the playoffs, but he's going to just kind of sneak us into the playoffs. So those are my uh, AFC picks. What do you guys think? Mm. Any discrepancies? Uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, what do you got? Well, what do you got different, Patrick? I'll, I'll start with the wild card. I think with there being more wild cards, that opens up the door for more teams to potentially get into the playoffs, obviously. And I think that is more of a reason, I think, why the Jaguars will not make the playoffs. Oh, uh, the opposite of what I wanted to hear. Because – I really don't think we'll be even sniffing uh, on the bubble, but um, I have the only differences I have, I have the chiefs in the West. I have uh, the Ravens in the North. I have the Texans taking the AFC South. Uh, Cause I, I think the Titans are going to fall back. And I really don't think Phillip rivers is going to, um, you know, make his career better in Indianapolis. I, I think he's on the, the way out. Uh, and then in the uh, East, uh, I do think the Patriots are going to take that as well for like the fucking 19th year in a row. How many will that be? So um, actually, no, the Dolphins took it that one year when Brady was hurt, but they still made the playoffs. Yeah. No, they didn't make the playoffs. No, they were 11 and five and missed it. Everywhere. Right. Okay. Yeah. But either way for 19 out of 20 years, I think the, the Patriots are going to take the East. Um for my other wild card teams, I do think Pittsburgh as well. And um, uh, I'm probably going to say the Bills are probably going to take the other spot. And then there's one more, isn't there? So Yeah, I hate more. the Bills, FYI. I refuse to include them. I don't yeah. like them. They came to our city. They, like, lit our shit on fire. That was fucked up. Well, they're Get fucking Bills. By the way, O.J. Simpson was at that game, so that was oh, scary. Um, 
But right, who's for the your, third uh, team, I'd say probably the 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 Raiders. Oh damn! You're going. You believing in Gruden? Yeah, I do believe in Gruden. I think he's a great coach, and I think Derek Carr just had a down year or two, but he is a good quarterback. Okay. Okay. So we got Josh but, Jacobs. I think is going to you know kick it in the next year this year too. Yeah, he's pretty good. All right, yeah. uh, Shimmer, your AFC. All right, let's see. Uh, AFC East. Um, I think the Pats will make the playoffs, but as a wild card team, because okay. I think this year the Bills. Actually, you think? Ah, man, you guys are just. The Bills have a good defense. They do. Um, I don't think uh, Josh Allen is a very good quarterback, but I think they have a good team. Um, they'll be like ten and six, and the Patriots will be. Nine and seven. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, Very quick side right. note, if I can. Tredavious White just signed, like, his big contract. So he was in the 17 draft, so he's, like, 25 or something. That dude looks 40. I saw him for the first time. He looks old as shit. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> Uncle Trey. Yeah. All right, sorry. Continue the pod, Shimmer. Well, now I have to look at Tredavious. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, AFC North, easy. Ravens. I also think Steelers make the wild card. Uh, AFC West is easy. The Kansas City Chiefs um, will be up there for the number one seed. Uh, I don't think anyone else in the AFC West is making the playoffs. I don't think Broncos are any good. I definitely don't think – I think Chargers Raiders will be middle of the pack, seven and nine, eight and eight. Tyrod Taylor. Um, the team that I think y'all are sleeping on is Ooh. Indy, our first oh. game. I think Indy may even win the AFC South. Um, and then I think the Titans will take the other wild card spot, and okay. Texans and Jaguars will not make the playoffs. Wow. Uh, all right. I don't know. Phillip Rivers, he's just so old. He was looking I real just, rough I, last year. I like Phillip Younger Rivers. I, like, I don't know why. I've, I've kind of always rooted for him. I'm, I'm definitely not going to now that he's in our division. I still think the Colts are going to win on Sunday against us, but I don't see him having – I don't see him taking that team to the playoffs. I think they have a good defense as well, but I don't know. I don't see it. Uh, cover, you know what the spread? I picked the Jags to cover eight and a half points. To cover eight and a half points? Yeah. I mean, so, I'll take that too. I think uh, – I mean, they just have to not lose by nine points. Right. <laughs> we can do that. That's easy when you're winning. <laughs> I think we're going to lose by three points, honestly. Uh, or we're going to get blown out. Either one. Oh, yeah, we're, we're winning or losing by 20. That's my prediction. <laughs> one, like, <laughs> it's either going to be really bad or we're going to look 20. really good. One of the two. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. NFC. I got uh, in the – oh, God, I'm so, I'm so bad. Uh, the South, I have the Saints. The East, I have the Cowboys. The North, I got my Aaron Rodgers Packers. He's on my fantasy team, so going big for him having a big season. Uh, over in the West, I got my Seahawks coming back and winning it. They got Josh Gordon back for like the 20th time in his career. <laughs> this is going to be the year. Um, <laughs> he can smoke weed now, so he should. Yeah, dude. He can be chill as fuck. Uh, so Hell those are my yeah. division winners. For my uh, wild cards, I have the Vikings. They're just kind of like overall solid. Uh, Kirk Cousins did say, like, if he gets COVID-19, he, if he dies, he dies, which is like, like uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool, 
Yeah, it's a cool uh, uh, Rocky Four Edwin moment. But... Rocky. I will crush you. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. So if he dies halfway through the season, I don't think they make the playoffs. But well, if he, he dies, he dies. So. Yeah. But if he makes it through the season with no COVID, then he's going to get one. Um, I'm a believer. I like the Eagles. I think like them and the Cowboys are both going to like make the playoffs, but both won't be all that good. They'll probably be like one and done. Um, and then my final, I have Atlanta. They always seem to be kind of like good one year and then like bad for a year or two. So well, they were like, they're due for one. Yeah, yeah. It feels like they're kind of on that. Like every couple of years are going to enter the playoffs, no matter what kind of thing with the talent they have. So they're my last wild card spot. Jimmer, hmm. flip it back to you. What do you, what, why are my picks bad? What do you got instead? I think we have some similar picks. I think you left off the Bucks, right? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, I'm going Tom Brady, old man. It's going to hit him. That's the question. I think the Saints are going to take the NFC South. So the question is going to be which team is the wild card between the Falcons and the Bucks. It's going to take the – honestly, I think this season, more than ever, consistency and is going to play a factor, right? Tom Brady's learning a new offense for the first time in, like, since we were all born. And, uh, you know, and then Atlanta's basically running out the same team, except for they switched up Devontae Freeman for Todd Gurley, and I would say that's an upgrade. Um, But the Bucs are probably still, I mean, more talented overall as a team. That one's a tough one. I kind of like the Bucs to take the wild card, but the Falcons will be in it till the end. Uh, I like Green Bay. I think Green Bay is definitely better than the Vikings. Vikings still somehow seem to make the playoffs every year, so I'll give them a wild card spot. Um, and then the Seahawks in the NFC West, I think they will take the division. Uh, that Every time a Super Bowl team loses, they're either missed the playoffs or they're not as good. So, But 49ers are still going to have a nasty defense. But that I think that's the best division in the NFC. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. I think the Cardinals will be pretty good. I think the Rams will be pretty good. Um, So I say the 49ers take the third wild card spot. And then uh, I have Dallas not making the playoffs and Philadelphia taking that division. But I think, I mean, honestly, I think that division is not very good. Washington is going to be competing for the first overall pick and the Giants are going to be pretty bad as well. So uh, those are my those are my picks, Mr. Patrick. Yeah, I think the uh, what you I, got? the NFC East is uh... Patrick's thinking long and hard about this. <laughs> or he <laughs> froze. We got our first Zoom. <laughs> All right, Patrick. What do you? Did what I do freeze? you say? Uh, he's back. All right, I'm back. He's back. Oh, man, I just I just laid some juicy nuggets for you. Oh obviously. man. Oh, just, never be repeated. He just 100% <laughs> accurately predicted the entire. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, now I'll change my opinion. Okay. I think I think the Cowboys. I'd be interested to see how Mike McCarthy leads that team, but I think their offense is going to be crazy good this year with adding Ceedee Lamb. Um, I think Dak Prescott is is uh, really going to continue his high level of play. The Eagles, I think, are a good team too. But I think if I had to pick between those two to win the division, I, I'm I'm thinking Dallas right now. Um, as far as the North goes, between the NFC North and the NFC uh, 
the NFC West, um, as far as being the best division in the NFC, I think that's a toss-up as well. The NFC North, I besides, uh, besides the Lions, I don't really know. Um, you think the Bears is, are going to be good? I think the Bears have a, a good defense. Trubisky or Nick Foles? I have no confidence in Mitchell Trubisky. That's why I'm, I'm leaving them out of my playoffs. But I think the Lions, Vikings, Packers could all take that division um, if things work out their way. That being said, I, I still do think that Aaron Rodgers is playing with a chip on his shoulder now. And, um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has always been fantastic. So I'm going to take the Packers to win the NFC North. NFC South, you know, even with Tom Brady being in the division, um, I still think that uh, Drew Brees, you know, being with the Saints for so long, this might be the last couple of years that he's playing is is really going to continue his high-level play. I think the Saints are going to take the South. For the West, uh, like you said about the Super Bowl team either missing the playoffs or, or not even, you know, sniffing it, the 49ers are still a very good team. But, I, I, yeah, I'm going to say they're still going to win that division. So, for the wild cards, I guess that leaves me – I'm going to take the Seahawks, I'm going to take the Vikings, and I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Lions. Oh, my God. He's a believer in the Lions. You sounded really confident. Yeah. You sounded really confident in that pick. But that's a good – part of my bias is I have Matthew Stafford in one of my other Mm. fantasy leagues, and I was, like, talking shit, saying – Fantasy and and wins and losses in the NFL have nothing to do. Matthew Stafford may throw for 7,000 yards, and they could still go 4-12. and Right, but, but if he's right, he he's gonna look really good at the end of the season if he can like use this and shove it in our face. I think yeah, I'm gonna should, shove uh, it all freeze on Zoom and go back in time and pick a different team. Yeah, <laughs> that's just yeah. Me. So I just wrote all this down. I, I I have my little pad of paper and I'm writing all predictions rounds. You know, so at the end of the year we can kind of see who was the most Ooh. accurate. I yeah. gave myself like the least amount of space. To- I don't know why I didn't give myself I'm like you have a whole pad. I know how I wrote it. I gave myself no space. I'm like you've scribbling. got like a notebook with like I, 50 more sheets of paper. I like somehow made it look so I don't know, but I I can read it so I can uh, I'll be able to see later on at the end of the year. All right, That's guys, it. predictions locked in. Uh, what do you guys got for the Super Bowl? What's your matchup this year, Patrick? Ooh. I'll, um, let me hear what y'all think, and then I'll let you know what I think. <laughs> mm, Sean? <laughs> ah, I guess I can take <laughs> this one, guys. So I'm going for my Super Bowl. I can't really read my uh, – where's my uh, – where's it at? Uh, where did I write it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, so I am going – oh, I have to adjust mine because my NFC team in the Super Bowl didn't make my playoffs. Because <laughs> I don't think so it's the Cardinals. It was the Bucks. <laughs> all right. So, Bucks. confident to go to the Super Bowl when they don't make it. All right. Bucks are in. Vikings are out. Sorry, Jan. Jan can fuck off. Vikings are out. Bucks are in. Uh, Tom Brady. Fuck Jan. Forget what I said a minute ago about old man Tom Brady. That man's going to look sharp as hell with Bruce Arians. Wow. Yeah, the opinions, the takes are flying off the shelves here. They changed by a bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. It's Tom Brady. We got Mike Evans, Gronkowski, 
Godwin, Fournette, other players. Yeah, they're going to the Super Bowl, obviously, based on my research earlier. And they are going to go against the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson is just going to be so good and so fun to watch. But I mainly want the Ravens to go because I want my boy Clayus Campbell to get a ring before he retires. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. that the Ravens win the Super Bowl with a Clayus Campbell touchdown at the end. Over who now? Over the Bucks. Over, Over the, the Bucks. Campbell touchdown. A what? Clayus Campbell's going to score the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. I mean, not the winning one, but he's going to get a scoop and score somewhere in the that game. That would be awesome. Oh, okay. Someone else is going to force it, and then he's going to be like dude, at the two yard line, and he's gonna to hear it. him say, "I'm going to Disney World." Yeah, dude. Oh man, that would be amazing. COVID be yeah. damn. I'll go to Disney if he's down there. <laughs> so, all right, uh, I'm going to lay you in on my my thought process. This this was difficult for me. Um, I went through like the NFC and AFC, and I was just like, "Who could win?" Right? In <laughs> uh, the NFC, I think there's four teams that could potentially win the Super Bowl. New Orleans, Green Bay, San Fran, and the Seahawks. Um, I think San Fran and the Seahawks are the least likely of those two, so that leaves New Orleans and Green Bay. Um, And New Orleans is always that team at the beginning of the season. Everyone picks to win, and then they don't. So uh, I agree with Patrick, something Patrick said here earlier, and – uh, I'm going to let you in on an early reveal that my MVP pick is the Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be so furious that they drafted a quarterback and did not give him any help that he's going to be playing for basically to show the rest of the league he's still the one of, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. I they think were 13-3 last year. Last year. They have a like, great defense. Yeah, it didn't great. seem like they were 13-3, and three at, you know, thinking back on it kind of a thing. But, yeah, they were, they're good. And uh, so I'm picking Green Bay out of the NFC. I think uh, in the AFC there's really only two teams anyone talks about, the defending champions, the Chiefs, the Ravens with Lamar. And I think the sleeper teams would be the old school, uh, the Steelers maybe, and – Cam Newton on the Patriots. Uh, I don't think Cam gets them all the way to the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are better than the Ravens, so I'm going to go Green Bay versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who I would pick in that game. <laughs> I think that was the that was the very first Super Bowl, was it not? It could have been. Oh yeah, it Green was. Bay Chiefs and Green Bay won. Yeah. In this case. Chiefs win, then. Okay. <laughs> Fuck history. Call it back. <laughs> Sorry. 50-50 odds. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good rematch. Yeah, because I remember uh, last year, both the Packers and the Chiefs were in the, their championship games, and everyone was like, ooh, are we going to get a repeat? So that would be fun to see. Mm-hmm. All right. Patrick, what's your teams? So, my teams, and I'm pretty sure – According to my playoff predictions, these teams are going to make it. So, oh man, don't really. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's been a while since we've seen a repeat Super Bowl. Not um, teams that have previously played like years before, but literally the year before. I don't think it's ever happened. Oh, it happened. Uh, remember the Dallas, 18th. Dallas, and Buffalo in the nineties? They did it like two years in a row. Hmm. Um. 
So the Chiefs are definitely going to the Super Bowl, I think. Um, I think Andy Reid is a hell of a coach. I think Patrick Mahomes is obviously probably the best quarterback, arguably, in the NFL. Um, I think their defense is going to be solid this year. I think their offense is still going to be top-notch. But the team they're going to be playing is not going to be the same team from last year. I think they're going to be playing the Seahawks, which I would be super excited to see. And I think Russell Wilson gets that second ring. So I'm going to say Seahawks over the Chiefs in the bowl. Seahawks. Writing, I had I have to write it really tiny on my pad of paper, but wait. So I I took the Chiefs, you took the Seahawks, and you took the Bucks, Sean. Yeah, I got Ravens Bucks, so I'm the only one not going Chiefs. I'm going, I'm going Lamar. Right. I think Brady's done. <laughs> Brady's just beginning, according to my new. Like every great quarterback has that one to two years on a team that looks weird, like a where he's in a uniform, it doesn't look. Oh right. yeah, I feel like we've entered that era. And like, yeah, hyping it up because the talent around him. But it's like Brett Favre. You know, he went to the Vikings and it looked well, so weird. But then he went to the championship game. He got real close to the Super Bowl. So uh, yeah. I think Brady can do it with all his weapons. If Brett Favre wasn't so trigger happy, I think that Vikings team could have won the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, if, well, if the Saints weren't headhunting right. illegally. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next real quick. Real quick. All right. Let's go fast here. Offensive MVP for the year. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. He missed a couple of games last year. If he didn't miss those games, he you know, could have been way more in the conversation with Lamar. He's the best player in the league, Patrick Mahomes, offensive MVP. Who won this last year? Do you all know? Lamar. No, he didn't. What, MVP? What? No, offensive player of the year went to Michael Thomas, receiver for the state. Right. Yeah, offensive player is basically best non-quarterback. That's what I don't – yeah, I don't like the, how they do that. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey will win. That's a good pick. Oh, wait. So there's offensive MVP and then there's just overall MVP? There's yeah. off- offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, uh, MVP. But they always just give the offensive player of the year to basically the guy who's not a quarterback. Gotcha. Okay. Well, in that case, I'm giving my overall MVP to Patrick Mahomes, and I'll probably give – yeah, Christian McCaffrey seems like the best bet to be offensive rookie. Or uh, not rookie offensive player. Uh, I think I think MVP. I really think Deshaun Watson is going to win the MVP this year. Despite him losing DeAndre Hopkins, I think that's going to have to have him be a little bit more versatile with passing the ball, um, as well as probably picking up some first downs with his legs, if not more than that. I think Deshaun Watson's going to have a hell of a fucking year. I think he's going to take MVP. I think he throws three picks in this game coming out. In <laughs> That's I funny. like it. That's what I want to hear. Are <laughs> you going to be MVP for throwing three picks in the first game? You'll respond. First game. All right. Uh, I'd like to see uh, for offensive player of the year, I would like to see Saquon take that. That'd be Saquon. cool. Scott. I got him in two leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, defensive player, who you got? Uh, I've got one of two little brothers. I got either JJ Watts' brother or Joey Bosa's brother. Actually, <laughs> or actually either Bosa brother. Uh, actually, strike all of that. I just wanted to talk about how little brothers are coming up. 
because I'm the youngest of four. Uh, <laughs> my pick is a bit surprising, but before he went crazy and tried to hit some dude in the head with a helmet, oh shit, Barrett was tearing it up. And I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder and will finish the year with the most sacks in the NFL and be named, even though their team's no good, defensive player of the year, <laughs> Miles Garrett. Is he going to use that chip on his shoulder to attack another quarterback? Take the chip <laughs> off and try to drink it at somebody's head. <laughs> Uh, I like that. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he didn't get more of a suspension, honestly, like going into this year or something. But I'm going with racist comments, so you know they've got to be sort of. uh, Yeah, um, I am going with one of the younger brothers. I'm. I'm, I'll give a shout out to all the younger brothers. I'm the only child, so it doesn't really affect me. But uh, I'm going T.J. Watt and Pittsburgh. Their overall team should be better with Ross bigger back. So like more opportunity for him to be sacking the quarterback. Uh, he seems like a pretty good up and coming guy. I think he has a good chance. I, I almost was going to agree with you, Shimmer. Miles Garrett, I think is going to have a hell of a year, but I think Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the league and has been for a couple of years. Uh, he's, he's literally the Hulk. That guy is insane. I, I agree with you. I think he'll probably be the best defensive player this, or if not one of the best this season. I just don't. There's a there's a certain fatigue attached to people who win. Like Michael Jordan should have been the MVP every season, but every once in a while, after he wins so much, they're like, now let's give it to somebody else. And I think sure. That's yeah. It. And it's like I, that's what happened to the award. Granted, though, that's what happened. That's what happened to JJ Watt. But his, I mean, he, he got injured and whatnot. But yeah. I think if he's healthy, he'll have a bounce back here. That dude is still a beast. Mm-hmm. I don't like JJ Watt. I like JJ. <laughs> uh, I can I take like, it or leave it. I, guess. I, don't, I don't have an opinion. I don't have a reason. But I don't like the uh, Derek. I don't get why he didn't have it. He should be named like AJ. I don't like him just because. Seriously, of or CJ. Why did they do that? You know, <laughs> yeah. T J J J and Derek and Derek. Fuck Derek. I don't know. Uh, All right. Well, picks are locked in. I got this paper. I'm gonna keep it nice and safe, guys. What about uh, rookies? Oh God, you got all kinds. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's obvious. Joe Burrow is gonna win Rookie of the Year. I say Joe Burrow. Burrow. Defensive Rookie of the Year, and then that's that. I say uh, Patrick Queen on the Ravens is gonna take defensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's going to be Chenault and Chase on. Joe so, Burrow win that. Locking it in. Kyler Murray shouldn't have won last time. Uh, oh, we're running out of time. We got 10 minutes. All right, guys. We got 10 minutes on Zoom, and we got 10 minutes till the game starts. So let's let's oh, move this little. Go. Yeah, let's. We're in go mode, guys. This is the fourth quarter. Two we minute drill. Two, yeah, two minute drill. We're, we're down by a touchdown. Let's get this thing going. Quick little uh, week one preview. Coming up, top one or two big things that the Jags have to do if we're going to win this week. My two biggest things, I think we have to go. Uh, I mean, I think so much evolved around the the Colts offensive line and the running game, like kind of it's one big connected thing. So their by far best offensive player on the line is Quinn Nelson, and he didn't practice today. He had a back injury. So if he can't go, that would be huge. Uh, because Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack, like we were horrible on run defense last year. 
like Schobert and, you know, Devon Hamilton, like if we can stop their run game, then, you know, if we can get to the quarterback, like if our defensive line can beat their offensive line and stop their running backs, I think we have a huge chance of winning. And I think one of our two rookie wide receivers, if one of those two, if Chenault or Colin Johnson can like have a good game, if one of them is scoring like a touchdown, at least, I think if we can get one of the two rookies involved and if we can like shut down their offensive line, we got this bag. We got this baby in the bag here. Jags winning by 20 points. So you're asking what are the two things we need to do to win the game? Yeah, it was like one or two has nope. to happen thing. Like uh, okay. besides like Garner Minshew playing a good game, you know that's sure. Probably <laughs> besides yeah, the most obvious, different roster I think is step one. Um, a what? Get just get a whole new roster would be step yeah. One. Are you are you are you forfeiting twenty twenty already? Uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think they got a shot to win. I think the Colts are a better team. If they actually want to win, they have to not turn the ball over and stop them on third down. Simple. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds very simple, but like, if we're, I, I won't say don't turn the ball over, but I, I will say if we get a hundred plus rushing yards out of whoever our quote unquote committee running backs are going to be, um, I would say that's definitely one and control the game with that. And I would say we're going to need a defensive touchdown to uh, to win the game. A little, a little help helping the offense out might be a little yeah. sloppy to start the game. And Very just short. let Philip Rivers score, not come to je- say what? Should we do the score real quick? Score? I'm yep. going Jags. Uh, uh, I'll say Jags 31, Colts 17. I'm going to do the complete opposite of that. <laughs> just to flip the numbers? Jags 17. All right. I'm going to say – see, now you're making me pick who's going to win the game. (laughs) Pick. We're running out of time. All right. If I'm I'm picking honestly, I'm going to say Colts 24, Jags 20. Monday morning, guys. Win or lose, Monday morning, are we and Jags fan base as a collective happy with Gardner Minshew? Yeah. Maybe. I think he'll probably throw a pick first season, you know, you know, like beginning of a new season, new coordinator, like he'll probably throw a pick, but I could see him throwing like three touchdowns. Get James Robinson involved. No one has tape on James Robinson. Exactly, dude. He's tapeless. (laughs) The Colts don't even know. The Illinois State Redbirds. Whoa! Don't give the Colts this kind of knowledge, man. All right, we got a. We got time. We got six minutes. We got time for a game. Yeah, we can play a couple games. So we'll check back in, see how uh, we do on some of our predictions. Hopefully, the Jacks pull out the big W. I uh, got a new game for you guys. Quick couple minute thing here. Uh, I'm going to give you the name of a Jaguar employee, and I'm going to give you three movies. And based on those movies, you have to try to guess the year that player was born. Up for the challenge? Okay, so a, a, a player, not a Jaguar employee. It just Jags involved yeah. person. You it gets, like, oh, we're going to have to guess the trainer's age. No, I, it's not. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're not all technically players, but right. they're not obscure people either. I was just trying to keep it, I don't know. 
All right. First player. Coaches as well. (laughs) Yeah, it basically means in coaches. I was trying to make it sound a little enticing. All right. All right. First person, one of my stars I'm predicting for uh, week one, even though he'll be on my bench and I'll be sad by the time the game ends because I wish he was in the lineup, Mr. James Robinson, starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He was born the same year as these three movies, A Bug's Life, Armageddon, The Wedding Singer. 1998. 1999. Final answers? Yeah. Yeah. Shimmer gets the point, 1998. Damn it. Well done, sir. Shimmer leads 1-0. Second player, Mr. Avery Jones. He was born in the same years as such classics as the Kevin Costner Robin Hood, which is obviously the best Robin Hood because it has uh, Alan Rickman in it. Shoot Dylan... the glass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and Morgan Freeman in it. As for some reason, there's a, a black guy in it, even though that doesn't make sense really. But uh, what? Like they're like in the middle of nowhere, Scotland. Like oh, what? I thought it was Robin the Hood. No, not that's. Sorry. <laughs> What's the other movie? All right. Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. Uh, this one, because I just watched the third one and thoroughly enjoyed it. So Bill and Ted, Bogus Journey, the second one. And then one of the greatest movies of all time, T2, Terminator, Judgment Day. 1992. Schemer. Um, can I say the same thing as Patrick? You can do whatever you want, my man. Uh, 91. With a last second change up, Shimmer gets the second point. 1991. Sorry, Patrick. Damn All it. right. Number three, Mr. Josh Lambeau. Born the same year as the Tim Curry It series, which was Ooh. way better than the movies. Uh, the, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> the classic i kind of forgot the guy's name john goodman arachnophobia oh shit and everyone's favorite movie our favorite prostitute pretty woman i'm gonna say 94 95 both got it wrong one year earlier than avery 1990 damn so zero points passed out even avery jones yeah, I didn't know that. Josh Lambeau. I think because he uh, he was in you know soccer for a little bit, so uh, he uh, threw me off. Kinda, yeah, that's why I kind of picked him. It no, seems like he hasn't been in very long. Um, our next person, former Jags wide receiver and current wide receivers coach Keenan McCardell. He was born the same years as the Planet of the Apes sequel, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. The in a minute. Yeah, animated classic with cats, Aristocrats, and the uh, Mash the Movie. 1979. Patrick? I'm going to say 1977. He's a little bit older. 1970. Wow. Damn, Keenan. Yeah. He's getting up there in age. And then final round with uh, Shimmer leading 2-0. to zero. So, Patrick, you can't come back. But Mr. Doug Marone with Vivos Las Vegas. Fistful of Dollars, and the 007 classic, Goldfinger. Ooh. Shimmer, what do you got? 1963. 
I'm going to say 1964. All right. So this one, since it's a little bit harder, if you get it on the, uh, the dot, you get three points for the win. Patrick hit it. 1964. He took it three to two. Man. The rules up. I love fistful of dollars. That's a dirty trick. He hit that one on the dot. That was good. I finally won a game. No, yeah, we'll let him have the victory. All right, we got seconds left. On the win. <laughs> we'll take the argument for who won or didn't win off the air. Hopefully the guys can hash it out, and we'll get back on the pod soon with you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Go Jags this week. Boo the Texans tonight. And, guys, next time I see you, we're going to be one to know. You ready? Let's do it. All right, everyone, have a good night. I'm about to go watch some kickoff football. Peace, everybody. Peace.